On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hi, everybody. This is Pub Crawl Liz uh, and the genius. Geriatric. Genius. Sometimes, some days more geriatric than others. Hi, genius. Yeah, wait till you get to be 78. Okay. That's a long ways away. See how hard it is to pick lettuce then. <laughs> Or make Mexican spaghetti. <laughs> we were well, talking we, about we, 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 we were we've talking had... about making food, and he says to me, "What do you? Why don't you make Mexican spaghetti? Like, for, what the for, fuck is that? For goat girl? I know what. What the fuck is Mexican spaghetti? It's it's whatever you drink out of the field, you know. You you got to improvise." If you've been to, ever been to Mexico City, you know how improvisational they are. They can figure out all kinds of ways to fix cars and all kinds of stuff. It's, they're ingenious when it comes to that. I'm sure Mexican spaghetti is really quite spectacular. Okay. Um, hope everyone's doing well. Thanks for tuning in. And by the way, I was back in the about 1961. I was in a Mexican whorehouse, kind of a high-end Mexican whorehouse with great big ceilings and all kinds of cool stuff. Wow, there was this one hooker that looked like Sophia Lauren. It was really great. How long were you in Mexico City for? I was. I went there twice. I had a friend who um, named Butch, who I went to high school with, and he was going to the uh, uh, English-speaking school in Mexico City, and so I went to visit him a couple times. Mm. And... Um, it's beautiful. I mean, in, in in those days, I think everything went haywire for Americans in '68 when, after the uh, Olympics. Yeah. You know. But before that, you know, they really kind of kowtowed to Americans. We got away with murder. We dressed like shit. Could go anywhere we wanted. Nobody. Yeah. But then um, I guess after '68, things went south. Well, there's Liter- a lot. Literally of, and purely. Yeah, a lot of. But I loved it. I loved going there. I, loved I, it. I, uh, I grew up going there every year with my family, my parents. Uh, and it was always a great time. I love that city. It's, yeah. it's one of those it's one of those where But I think it's real congested. I mean I think that there's a lot pol- of people. A lot of pollution. Some pollution. And, and it's also one of those cities it's it's just so big and so it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever been to Rome. Rome is like organized chaos. Yes, I, yes I've been to Rome. Mexico City is the same. It's one of those places where you just really need to know where to go yeah, Rome's to easy. find the good places. Rome is easy to go around. Yeah. And my, if you go in the wrong places, you're not going to get your throat well, slit. Well, I'm, so. I'm not like a, I don't really... I don't think. I don't really care to do the, like, super... I mean, of course you want to see the sights and things, but once you see them, you want to... I prefer to go to the... I don't know, local hangs. <clears throat> so you just need people to take you around and know know what you're doing. Well, anywhere you go. That's that's one. Yeah, but like, the, in, like what I'm saying in these bigger cities, it's all the more important. You know, I mean, people come to Chicago and it's pretty manageable. You can figure it out. 
Well, I could I'm sure you able to figure to, out Rome. I, I didn't need anybody to show me around Rome. I just think it's Rome. better when you have like some of these like a little bit more foreign cities. It's better when you have an insider's I mean, perspective. You, I had no problem getting around London, Rome, oh, I, I, Paris. I, and if I got lost I in Paris, I just are, jump I, on I don't them. really think those are that complicated. Rome is a little bit nuts because they're just kind of crazy there. Well, it's hard to cross the street because everybody's trying to run you over. <laughs> I think it's harder to cross the street in London because I don't know what the and, fuck direction and, to look in. And, you know, speaking of good-looking whores uh, along the Via Veneto, those... Yeah. The hookers there are just smoking hot. Do you just know every city based on the hookers? No, but I'm I I'm you know I'm a kind of a connoisseur of hookers. Um, you did something really dumb last night. You were telling me. I don't think it's dumb because you see, for non-artistic genius, it might not it might seem. Okay, first of all, we should say that Rock and Roll Ruth is not here tonight. She's tired. She's sleeping. She was too tired. Well, she had to get up real early to go to art. She began going to art classes. Why is she going to like a 7 a.m. art class? Well, she didn't, I forget what, what she had to be, she had to be there like at 10 or 11 or something it's because at the cultural, the senior center at the cultural center where you get these Downtown? Free art class. Yeah. So it's great because she just hops the metro, the metro. and gets right off at Randolph mm-hmm. and bing, she's there. So she's very much involved in that. Yeah, I don't know. But it's she, like a 15 minute ride. Yeah, I know. I, I I don't know exactly why she got. Now, interestingly enough, I'm the one that woke. She wanted to get up at seven. I, I was because I'm up at really odd times. I was just going back to sleep. I believe I'd gotten up at five fifteen and messed around on my computer, and then um, I finished off my hooker painting, and then I um, did. Um, watched some of the news, the nightmares going on. And um, so I was just going back to bed around 7, and I gave her a nudge and said, time to get up. So she's too tired to She's be extremely here. tired. So it's me, you, and, of course, <coughs> and the angel from heaven. Yeah, because the angel from heaven had to... You have some antique computer... My computer, my MacBook is from 2011. It's old. It's the weak link in our podcast. And um, I was not aware of how weak the link was until Jordan had a mess with it for an hour tonight. So I've been having some issues with it. First, it was uh, Wi-Fi connectivity. And then when I told the Mac people... But I was having problems. They said I needed to do two things. I needed to get a new wireless card. And I needed to upgrade my operating system. So when I found out the, op- the wi- Wi-Fi card, the wireless card was going to cost 150 bucks to buy the piece and then upgrade it. And I was like, fuck that. There's got to be a different way. And so then my friend Chad said, just buy uh, something, a USB connector. What see? That's just gibberish. Okay, so then I did USBs that. USBs. I did that, and that shit. worked. And then I upgraded, and that was the how, problem. How the, fucking the operating system. The, the, the point is, why don't you just get something good so you don't have to deal with all this crap? Because computers are expensive. Well, you have money for everything else. I don't do you, anything. For gallivanting all over the guy. I don't gallivant. Place. You gallivant. I don't. You do gallivant. Tell me how. You you were constantly gallivanting, doing something. I, how you cannot describe something by yeah. using the same word. All right, 
going to some kind of special health place. Oh, that's not expensive. How much does it cost? I got all my money back because I lost all the weight. What do you mean you got all your money back? So the challenge, part of the challenge is that... Wait, there's something fishy about you. (laughs) Why would they give you exercise and if you do everything, they give you your money back? Because it's an incentive. Money is an incentive. Yeah, I understand that, but what's in it for them? You mean most people, most fatsos just stay fatsos and so they don't have to, they don't get their money back? What's in it for them is that you can say, look, my gosh, this place is amazing. Yeah, but that doesn't doesn't give you any money. I've been telling people that the place is amazing. And I'm still training there, so. And you're going to give me your money. I don't believe you're getting this for free. I really don't believe this. You're you're such a skeptic. Especially I'm looking at you. For a con man, you're You're, such a skeptic. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, I'm a con man that knows when somebody's lying. I'm looking right at him and that sheepish little grin on your face. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> oh, God. I get, there's, talk about tells. All right. Well, computers are still expensive. Yeah, well, we have to solve this problem because, uh, I mean, Jordan had to break his back on that goddamn piece of shit. <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to look into a solution. Okay. Aside from my shitty-ass computer. I um, mean, and, and ironically, you got here early tonight. So I did. the girl I don't goes, like to upset you. So get this. The girl goes good. The computer goes bad. <laughs> I think it's just the universe trying to piss you off always. Well, the universe is really doing a good job I know. of late. Okay, before we get into all this other bullshit, let's talk about your activity and behavior last night. Please explain to the people actually, what I, you did. Actually, it was Sunday night. Okay, please explain to the people what you did on Sunday night. Well, first of and all... please be... Specific for, and for, detail. For any of you new, well, I w- won't do anything as long as you're looking at your little stupid um, phone. Um, I, I have to preface this by saying I've been painting lately. And I've been painting, I've been doing amazing things, and I've been doing more or less not controversial stuff because people go, please, can I have a painting? Can I have a painting? Can I have a painting? So I did some non-controversial stuff, but it takes effort because I have very high standards. So I distributed them, and um, everybody seemed pleased, but of course more people said, can I have one, can I have one? So um, I've been doing... I think you're diluting your brand by giving away so many paintings, by the way. Fuck it. Fuck my brand. What I'm doing is securing people's retirement. No, in, but in, it, in 20 years, I mean, that, that but, people are going to just... If, if, you've 200, got an original Elliot if from 220 people have an original Elliot, then all of a sudden my original Elliot's going to be worth 20 bucks instead of oh, 2000 I think when they have the first art uh, exhibit at the Art Institute, I mean, I'm sure Gracie's licking her chops. I'm sure. I know, I need more paintings. So, well, if you play your cards right, they're going to come. So anyway, I've been, I've been doing a lot of paintings. Plus, Toby brought over 20 um, blank canvases. She got them at... Oh, that's nice. Oh, Michael's that place. He has some kind of deal. Yeah, well, except I really... I, it's the problem with canvases are that you... You know, I used... I cut usually paint on these, and I cut them to size. Cardboard, right? No, no. Well, I use cardboard for these little alehouse portraits, but for my big stuff, I use, you know, 
Masonite, Masonite yeah. which I prepare. I have to gesso sand, gesso sand. That sounds like and, a lot of work. Well, it is work, but it's cheap because it's real. You can do it for practically How nothing. How much is Masonite? Oh, it's shit. You get a four by eight sheet for five bucks. Really? Yeah, and then you cut it into. So then I get. I've got. I used to have a whole basement in the bar full of um, old frames. I get the flea markets and garage sales and stuff. And um, because I need for my portraits in here, I need glass because of. Oh, right. You know, they don't hold up, especially when they were, people are mm-hmm. over smoking. So. Um, I, I and I I've gotten used to the hard surface. Now canvas is a soft surface, and so it's a little different touch. And I'm I do I do think I prefer the masonite. But anyway, so I have all these canvases. Now I can't. I mean they are normal size frames, but I don't have that many frames anymore. So people will not, will have to get their own frames when I use canvas. So I'll use oh, yeah. them all. I'll use all the canvas. And so I've been wildly... Where do you suggest you get frames for that? You like to go to oh, flea well you markets, can, right? Garage sales, whatever uh, it is? No, you could just get... These are universal sizes. I think these current ones are like 18 by 20 or something. So you can... Probably, you can probably get them for 10 bucks at Blake Art Store or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, I need to go get one for my painting. Yeah, you could. Although I, I prefer getting some really interesting older frames. Yeah, I know you do. Anyway, Maybe we should hit up a garage sale or a flea market soon. Well, I'll take you to the. You'll you'll be able to speak the. the oh lingo. yeah, we've had this conversation before. I mean, the, that one out in Ashland is quite. Good. I've gotten some really good stuff. Where is out it, there. Ashland and what? Ashland, it's over in what Canaryville, right about Ashland and 39th Street. No, it's not like bad. That. That's no. not too far. No, no. And it's, uh, I've gotten some, oh boy, I've gotten some, have I gotten some gold out of there? And then every now and then somebody pulls some loot off a truck that, you know, <laughs> it's so hot are you smoking. Into, are you into antiques? Well, I, I'm into antiques, but I'm certainly not going to go out not and Not are you them. an antique? Because no. we know the answer to that. No, I... Like, I'm, are you, you know how like some people are really into antiques? Well, I'm not really, because I'm... That's not my focus in life, it's antiques. No. No. And I've always been kind of transient. So, uh, but I mean, you notice my apartment is full of furniture, so it's never like I'm short that's of furniture. That's true. But yeah, you guys just don't have, that's not, yeah, you're right, it's not your style. No. It's, well, I mean, my style is directed in different directions. If I had a boring life, yeah, okay, I'll get some antiques. Okay, that'll excite me. So anyway, what do you Oh, so I've been in a very creative, physically creative. Painting. We should focus, point where, focus on the painting. To the point where my back locked up the other. I was painting for such a long time. So I've been painting. So anyway, I'm over at the Cove, which is right by my house. And Love that bar. And there's this older chick, kind of nice. I thought she was kind of nice looking. And so uh, let's have a beer. And she's having a beer, and she says, uh, do you want to go out and smoke? I says, no, nah, I don't smoke. So she comes back, she says, how about, uh, I'll give you a blowjob for 40 bucks. So I said... How come this only happens to you? Does this happen to you, Jordan? I don't, I don't, I don't... I don't well, Hawkeye... And I've been, we've both been to the Cove before. Uh, we don't uh, get proposition like this. Yeah, because you're not, you don't seem as cool as me, I don't <laughs> I mean, some girl came in looking for me. Some toy, um, 
uh, Hawkeye said some 24-year-old came in looking for me. and Like after watching the Bourdain episode? No, just the other night. Like, I know, but like because of, of that? Yeah, like, she knew who I was, yeah. Yeah. So okay. she said, tells him, I know you're Bruce. So he says, no, no, I'm not Bruce. I'm Bruce. And so then Grasshopper apparently hears. So he says, hey, Bruce, go, what you do? And so everybody starts calling him Bruce. So the broad won't leave him alone. So he, she wants to go down in the basement with him. Really? Yeah. So I said, well, you know, I mean, of course, he's married and he's very faithful. So, but I mean, I have to admire his discipline. So you weren't here? No, I Would you have gone to the basement? Of course not. I have a girlfriend. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Well, I just, it's amazing to me how much you've changed. It, what, do you, what do you mean how much I've changed? Well, because the 20, 30, 40, 50, and I guess 60-year-old Bruce would have gone to the basement. Well, girlfriend or no fucking girlfriend. I would say the 70-year-old Bruce would have. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I still don't understand the uh, the difference, I guess. What happened? It's called eight years. Plus, I have a girlfriend, <laughs> and she, she would. Yes, but you've had a you've had a girlfriend your whole fucking yeah, life. Yeah, but 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 most of my girlfriends weren't around so much. Keep an eye on me. <laughs> I mean, so Tom, anyway, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were actually at one point didn't have a girlfriend. You were married, and not only once. So you would think that your spouse would be near no. you all the time. No, see, here's the mistake you're making. Right after we had our daughter, was I think about 34 years old. This is she was born in 1984. How old would she be? 34. I'm 35? terrible at math. Okay. So, we got divorced right after she was born. So, I wasn't really married, officially. Wait a minute. I, I, I've heard this story a bazillion times, and I can never get it right. How long were you guys married for? About six months. So, why the hell did you get married? Because we're having a kid. And then, why did you get divorced? Because we had the kid. Okay, but even... See, it's not really... It's not practical to <laughs> be married so to me. Yeah, but even There's your, a lot of inconveniences. Like all of your fucking books talk about all of your girlfriends and what a piece of shit you were. Well, I don't consider it necessarily being a piece of shit. Okay. Stallions, okay. stallions need to roam. This is, you this chicks got to learn that. This is my point. And by the way, female horses roam too, I think. This is my point, is that all of a sudden you're saying... I'm not going to go to the basement because I have a girlfriend. Stallion? Yeah, I'm not stallion anymore. I'm a gilding. (laughs) (laughs) I've run my last race. (laughs) My little pony. Yeah. Um, All right, well, you're... All right, so this poor lady who wanted to bed you in the basement. Well, no, I don't know what the hell. I mean, this is all coming from Hawkeye. He's showing how what noble character he is because he because he didn't go. So she walked out of here unfulfilled. Well, one thing about girls, they, they can always get fulfilled. I mean, the little cutie pies. Uh, There's sure always the, somebody around to fulfill. I'm sure the the riffraff around here. Would but have, not famous, not famous celebrities. They're a little harder game. Where is there one? You're looking at one right now, oh, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. How, why do you think so many people listen to our podcast? Why do you think all these thousands of people listen to our podcast? Thousands. 
I gotta check those numbers to see if Norway is still up there. Um, hey Norway. Um, I would, I would, well, never mind. That's a whole other conversation. Okay, so wait, why are we talking about this chick in the basement? Because Hawkeye was telling me about it last time. Oh, right. No, because how do you get proposition? Because we don't get proposition like this. Because I'm a celebrity and I'm famous and people are uh, adore me. All right, so this woman at the Cove says to you, Well, hey. no, she was, she didn't know who the fuck I was. Just said she sucked <laughs> my dick for 40 bucks. So I said, look, I, no. But if you, for, for how about if you come home and pose naked for me for 40 bucks? So she says, sure. I said, just live around the corner. So we get there and rock and roll roof. What? First of all, she says, I forget. So she the, walk, you walk up the stairs. I forget the bride's name. I had to say, what's your name? And so she's kind of looking like, what the fuck's this all about? So then um, I said, she's going to pose for me. I got a great idea for a painting. And um, so Ruth said, no fucking way she's getting naked. She said, okay. So was Ruth, okay, I, I want to really go through the steps of this whole situation. Yeah. Because, A, first of all, I, I, you were you at the Cove by yourself. Yeah, I just go over the lot, just go over and have a drink. Okay, why don't you just have a drink at home? Because I never drink at home. Okay. I, there's, in fact, there's no beer in my why house. Why didn't Ruth go with you? Because she's doing, she's constantly doing stuff. Okay. Oh, she was probably working on her art stuff. She, she has to do her drawings and... Her homework. Her homework, yeah. Okay, so then you walk back home, and what does she say when you walk in the door with this woman? Well, she's a little surprised. <laughs> like how surprised? I think she thought she was a neighbor or something. Was she, like, friendly? No, I told her. Yeah, she was What she did was you nice. say to her? I said, I forget the broad's name. I said, because I asked to ask her what her name I said, um, she's going to pose for me. i got going to do a painting. Okay, and then what and then, happened? You know, and then, Ruth was suspicious. I went to my And then I said, and is it all right she gets her takes her clothes off? And he says, no, it's not all right if she takes her clothes off. Huh. So anyway, I did it. It turned out, I think, better. With her clothes on? Yeah, because I did this really kind of, if you'd look at your goddamn your little computer thing, you'd see the painting I did. It's terrific. Is it on your blog? It's on, No, it's not. It's on face, my Facebook page. Yeah, look. And While we're chatting. So, um, it was a really nice painting. Um, and I was very pleased with it. But I've also, I've got all these other little, now that one I done in Masonite. It's a bigger one. But, um. Oh yeah, that's a nice painting. Yes, yes, that's my point. Um, you. Th- that's, that's my point. So wait, Ruth let you, she let her take her shirt off just in, just in her bra. Well, she had showing her tits. No. So she's wearing these tight slacks. Yeah, she kind of got a big ass. And a bra, a red bra. Well, it was a bra, it was like a halter top kind of thing. And Ruth posted the picture on her in your Facebook page, and, yeah. she, and her comment said, but really, would you let your boyfriend paint this floozy? Ooh, floozy. <laughs> I insisted that she keep her clothes on, exclamation point. Yeah. A lot of a lot of exclamation points. Yeah. So she clearly was not happy. Which she, you know what? I don't blame her. She's amazing to watch me paint and, and produce something out of fucking thin air. There, you know, I'm over at a, you know, two hours later, look what the fuck it's done. That's impressive. I'm impressed. Now, okay, I'm not talking about the actual painting. I'm talking about 
the situation with Ruth. So the whole time you're painting this woman in her bra, where's Ruth? Is she watching? Yeah. <laughs> she would she leave the room. Keep, she keep an eye. <laughs> what did you say to her when you when you said when when she said to you that you, she couldn't take her clothes off? It's okay. No, you did not. You yeah. said something else. Yeah, no, you yeah. said you said you said you're standing right here. Well, I mean, I might have tried to, you know. I mean, big deal. I've seen this before. And, <laughs> no, uh, you said to me earlier. You said that you turned to her and said. <laughs> What's the big deal? You're standing right here. I can't put my dick in her. I don't recall those gross. exact words. I don't recall those I exact don't blame words. Ruth one bit for the situation. I don't think I would have been happy with you bringing some random woman and wanting you, to get would, naked. Would you like that painting hanging on your wall? Uh, maybe. Yeah. There's no vagina? Yeah. I like that. Because I've been intentionally not doing vagina paintings. I'm so proud of you. But if you look at my blog, I showed... A bunch of vagina paintings are look that are looking for homes, and the fact that these are going to be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars in in, in in twenty years, you know, I would think people would be a little more receptive. Maybe the first art institute show will be all of your vagina paintings. I can't even get my niece at her at her avant-garde gallery over on Western Avenue to uh, do a show of my stuff. Why? I don't know what it is. I, I would think that she'd be a little more liberal. Are you requesting just paintings in general or the vagina paintings? Uh, my vagina paintings, because yeah. those are the ones I can't... Nobody seems to want them. Well, because... Actually, for um, the same reasons I Kevin, don't... Kevin from New Orleans has one hanging over his mantle, and Stephen, the actor, also has one hanging over his mantle. Or at least they, they, sw they swear it and they show me pictures. Okay. Um, a, they're both dudes... Yeah. Who are into that stuff? B. Oh, no, tell me a dude that's not. It's just that people don't think it's appropriate to put a vagina painting B, over your mantle. Do are either of them um, involved in a relationship? Yeah. Uh, well, Stephen is. And how does his? She is a hot actress. How does she feel about the painting? Well, I. I that's a good question. Why doesn't like it? And by the way, Stephen. Um, inform me on his name is dubstep or eugene v dubstep or something on on twitter and he announced okay. i did a kind of an attack on yellow belly muller after the bar report came out and uh he said bruce you owe me 10 bucks because the muller reports come to nothing well i don't know if the muller reports come to nothing because i haven't read that i've only right. read the bar report but I understand his point, so um, I'll give him the ten bucks. But I'm not, I'm not convinced that it's come to nothing till I read it. What do you think is going to come of all that shit? Well, I mean, down the road, I'm sure that Mulder shopped out all the really good financial and stuff. I mean, Don Jr., Ivanka are all. Hopefully, they were smart enough to get them in state in the state courts, um, so that. There was no pardon. He can't pardon them. I feel like... But, this, it, the, but the fix is in. There's I no question. Like and Mueller's a Republican. Sure. He's a re, he fucking Republican. And he's goddamn Bible-thumping Republican. And he, Barr and him are, are palsy-walsy and all that. So, <laughs> palsy-walsy. So, yeah, the big... The, 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 the scum. But who knows? Maybe, maybe buried in the report, something good. I don't know. I think... This week, we were all expecting 
some really like exciting well, we were news in two different situations, right? This whole report and that Trump was going to go down in flames, and here we saw the beginning of the end. No, I didn't think. I, I think all indicate once Bill Barr got involved. Uh, I think uh, we hoped that there'd be some. Really, you know, first of all, that they would prove that the Russians uh, affected the outcome of the election. I would have thought that, and maybe they did prove it. Certainly, Barr has not said that. Yeah. Because uh, that pissy face is extremely, extremely nervous about, you know, the fact that he didn't he lo- he didn't get three million. Hillary got three more, three million more uh, uh, votes on the popular election, and if there was strong evidence that the Russians did affect the outcome, that makes him an illegitimate president. So that's kind of what I was hoping for. I didn't think there'd be some, uh, uh, you know, smoking gun, but. But I think there will be smoking guns down the road. The Southern District of New York, they've got all the cone stuff, and they can do it. They have no mandate other than they can go wherever they want, whereas Mueller had their mandate. He had very strict guidelines. He couldn't go into financial right. stuff. So That's true. So who the hell knows where it's ultimately going to go? But, of course, Pissy Face is gloating like mad. Mm-hmm. And then Asswipe... Asshole of the world, Michael Avenatti, gets nailed in $25 million extortion plot with <laughs> with Nike. And then an hour after that's announced, they nail him in L.A. for uh, embezzlement. So, and for a while, Avenatti was like his number one, you know, antagonist. Yeah. And so this was just, you know, from heaven. Right. I mean, these a- assholes would be assholes. Thi- one thing after another. And I, I'd like to announce right now that I'm formally endorsing um, uh, Mayor Pete Buddha Judge. Are you sure that's how you pronounce it? Yeah. Buddha Judge. It looks like Buddha Gig, but it's Buddha Judge. And I'm formally announcing him. I mean, uh, formally endorsing him. Endorsing him. him. Yeah, because he's finally away the smartest, um, most personable guy. Now the problem is he maybe does. Maybe he'll be a guest on our podcast. I would hope he's so. He's Indian. In I, Indiana. I would say, well, maybe we can get his husband. That I think is going to be a little tricky. The gay part. I think so. Given the American people are not really the most tolerant people in the world, although we. Do. Oh, they might. After all this nonsense, people might be like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's fuck it." Well, compared to well, compared the, to Pissy Face, yes, I would say, you know, yeah. Hey, what, what if we got um, Lori Lightfoot first? See, I'm I'm be, I'm not sold on her. It's gonna be a big her. gay party. I, I, I still I'm still leaning towards Tony. I don't know that much about um, Lightfoot, but really? I mean, I have no problem if she gets elected. But I think when it comes, what voting is next Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's a week from today. Yeah, it's too bad. You know what? What the fuck? I'm still mad at Andy. Why? What do you mean about Andy? Because I think he could have really added he's not to his around. whole... He's not around. He's not around. And I don't know if he knows all that much what's going on he's right like now. He's like in, like, travel baby land. Yeah, well, he didn't go to Mexico, it turns out. But he's been hanging out the place out in Michigan. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we had all of that. And then today, um, there was an announcement about this whole stupid-ass oh, Jesse Smollett stuff. Yeah. Speaking of more gay shit... Um, 
Yeah, Smellette. But this is... The, I don't understand this one. There's Assistant State's Attorney Maggot. Um, now, first, we, we get this announcement. I, I mean, I'm, I'm the Krubus guy, all charges dro- dropped against Smellett. And... So what the fuck? I mean, I mean, Some, I mean, I mean, right from the beginning, this thing was wrong. Yeah. So right when it started, you, me, and Kevin from New Orleans had this conversation that something was off. Oh, it did. It didn't they, add up, right? No fucking way. So now all of a sudden they're saying they're dropping all charges, even though there was all this. Well, evidence. no. Then they they get the evidence. They get these two muscle guys from Nigeria. They're nothing. They're certainly not white. That admitted that yeah, he paid us, and they had the check. Yeah. And um, the check, they had <laughs> he the, paid check the check, yeah. And we you they really showed, and then there your, were pictures of, of them buying the noose and all the shit. And uh, so they had him dead to rights. So out of clear, and, and it cost the city a couple hundred thousand in police manpower, and um, it was not a nice image or anything like that. So out of the clear blue sky, this uh. A, a, a state's a, assistant state's attorney maggot um, drops all talks to the judge and they drop all charges. So nobody. So now Mayor 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 Emanuel and Superintendent Eddie Robinson go on TV. They're fucking furious. They said this guy is guilty and all. And this is the mayor and the police superintendent screaming and yelling that they're pissed off about this shit. But we still don't know who the fuck let the motherfucker go. Yeah. So then, um, the last time, an hour before I came down here, I put TV on to show this uh, state's attorney maggot said, well, yes, he, I think he's guilty. Yes, uh, I did. But uh, no, I don't think we should have prosecuted him. And what? Yeah, how are you guilty and not getting prosecuted? Well, I mean, they, it's like... Um, well, we don't want to ruin his life with a, a felony. Well, his life is ruined well, because what the fuck he's is a, that though? But, but but then he's saying so. Then smell it goes out in front of the cameras. This, this is a, a total vindication. This guy. And then the state's attorney says, "No, he's guilty." This is so messed up. I would say it's very. Me- I mean, this is for Chicago. Now, Kim Fox is the state's attorney. She's dead. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know what smell it had on her or what the right. fuck's going on here. She's dead. I mean, I can't wait. I'll vote for a Republican before I'd vote for her. Fuck you. So, and whoever this maggot guy is that, that, that was speaking, holy shit. This is for Chicago. This is even, this is bizarro world. Agreed. It is bizarro world. Like, this is, I mean, it, it made like... Us Weekly. Well, it was the lead. It was the lead. Yeah. It was the lead Everywhere. story on, on, C- on CBS National News and ABC so National News. So fucked up. I, I hope some. I hope other things emerge from this. Well, it's it, not. It can't be no. over. You know what? I don't care about smell it anymore. I just care about Kim Fox and this maggot. Yeah. Those are the guys got to pay the price. Totally. Yeah. So we. I mean, there's got to be stuff on them. This shit's got. There. We. Yeah, we'll settle this Chicago one way or another. Um, so much political news, but did you see? The, so the other night, I was going to go to bed early, well, early-ish for me, and I made myself a cup of tea, I got into bed, and I used to sort of like play a game or fuck around on the internet on my phone before I go to bed. 
just to, I don't know, unwind. And it was like 11 o'clock. And I check my email, and in my inbox is a message from Apple saying, here are the announcements we made. Watch the video. Oh, Tim Apple sent you a message? <laughs> Tim Apple. <laughs> so the video was his, you know, presentation in California of the new announcements. And so here I am an idiot, and I well, press play, and the damn thing is two hours long, and I watch the whole fucking thing. Well, on that piece of shit computer on my phone, right there? On my phone. Oh. Um, Why would you do that? Because I wanted to see all the new shit that they're unveiling. Oh. Well, when you, you and you've got this. And to, okay, speaking so of let's antiques, talk about this. I know, I know. Um, did you watch it, Jordan? So they're unveiling all kinds of things, and they're not even products; they're more services. So one thing. Stop! Don't talk yet. Don't talk yet. So one thing that. I thought, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do the quick highlights. I think the one thing that I was very shocked by is that they're creating a brand new credit card. So Apple is getting into the credit card game. Of the top 20,000 things in the world I care about, that doesn't even make the top 40,000 that it's, Apple's having a credit card. It's just fascinating to me that they're getting into this other whole... I mean, I guess it's technology because there's a chip and the thing and the thing and the pay and they, they have the Apple Pay, but it's still... Like the 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 services they're offering with it, basically they're not charging any fees, and they're trying to support their Apple Pay app on their phone, so they want it to all be digital. So if you you can get a physical card, but there are more benefits if you have the digital versus the actual physical card. And you know how like when you have a credit card, sometimes you get points, you get miles, or whatever. But they're also like, can I use the points? Can I use the miles? There's restrictions, blah, blah, blah. Their big thing is that at the end of every day, not even if, every year. If I fall asleep, would you wake me up? Well, this is how I feel for most of our fucking conversations when you're talking. So it's payback's a bitch. So at the end of every day, not even every month or every year, at the end of every day, after you've spent your money on their credit card, you get 2% back of your purchases in cash returned to you. I think that's kind of interesting, don't you? No. And then no. if you buy direct from Apple, it's 3%. You're, you're just and then if you buy, use your card, it's 1%. So that's why they want you to use the digital. Fuck Apple. <laughs> and, uh, and, and fuck Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim, Tim Apple. Apple. Um, okay. Did you see Pizzy Face when he called him Tim Apple? <laughs> just watch the video. What an idiot. Isn't that God, is he did. He just never ceases to amaze me. He's a, he's a fucking... I think the last time I chuckled this much or felt this much joy from something stupid he did was the umbrella on the plane situation. Yeah, he does, the motherfucker doesn't know how to un, uh, he just undo an it. umbrella. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, but the thing that you'll be interested in, of course, is the fact that they're expanding their TV service. Why, why would that make me interested? Because you watch this shit now. I watch what shit? You watch Netflix. You watch... I watch Netflix. Amazon or... No, I don't watch you anything watch else. You watch a lot of stuff. No, I don't. No. The Netflix is the only one I like. HBO even sucks. But, like, they I, also announced that all these celebrities are going to have original shows like on the Apple shit. thing. Like, I give a shit. But they're kind of like A-list celebrities. And the big announcement, so he has these, 
different celebrities come out at different times and announce what shows they're making. And it's like, well, no one you know, but the one person you will know, Steven Spielberg, he's doing this thing. Who's all washed up. And the last, then he comes back out and he's like, well, we have one more announcement. And like, you know, there's a big lead into it and it goes black and all of a sudden, who's on stage? It's Oprah. Oh, I'm so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to invest in this shit. <laughs> I know. And she's got two yeah, I just can't get enough Oprah. I like Oprah. Maybe we'll get her to be a guest on the show. Well, maybe we, I'm going to have Dr. fucking Phil. Oh, imagine that, that's Oprah got, got us that. Can you imagine that fucking monster she created? Jesus Christ, Oprah. Now, the, her, the broad she's doing, this guy, she's on TV now, too, doesn't she? In oh, the my day? God, the broad she's, come on. What do you mean, come on? Yeah, she's on the TV. She's the one that had the interview with uh, with uh, R. Kelly. Was it R. Kelly? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We had a well, meltdown. You know, um, her, <laughs> her, her beard, what's the guy's name? What, what's his name? Stedman. Stedman. Stedman, what a great beard. What a great, what a great name for a beard. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, I like Dick. Right. He was, when, uh, I forget. Oh, he's with, what the hell, company. But they came out to Jackson Park. They took over for a couple of years. And he came out. Oh, God. <laughs> what an empty suit this fucking guy is. Didn't know how golf? No, he just no. He was just putting. They were just doing kind of like TV shit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, pro, promo stuff. Mm-hmm. But Oprah, you know, Oprah when she first came to Chicago, Ebert brought a bunch of us to. Um, Ebert became tight with her for a while, but boy, did she disappointed when she she was a no show without uh, RSVP uh, for his wedding because she was supposed really? to be. She, she, and whenever Gene and Roger. You know, whenever somebody couldn't fly into Chicago for a show, she always pulled Gene and Roger would come marching over there right away. Did emergency. she show up to his wedding? No, without even the RSVP. And I know Chaz was fucking furious because Chaz, Chaz really liked her. But when she first came, the, um, they used to have the screening room above the old Chicago theater. Yeah. And for, you know, for the critics. Mm-hmm. So once in a while, Roger dragged some of us over there. And so um, Lois, who's supposed to be, I forget about it. Lois is a no-show, so I'm going to punish her. I'm not going to let her come on the show now. But anyway, Lois, um, she was doing PR for somebody at the time. So there was a very little elevator when you go up to the screening room. And um, so we all run in there and squeeze in. I mean, and you got to be careful on those, because you get too many people and the goddamn thing stops. And so... On her way up, Lois introduces us to Oprah. Now, I had heard her name. I knew she'd just come to Chicago for something. But and Oprah's going, oh, I wish I could convince you to come work for me, Lois. Well, I'm working for you. Know, so, can you imagine if Lois would have made the right move there? I mean, yeah, no get involved with that shit. But she seemed nice enough and everything. But, um, yeah, she, I mean, it all went to her fucking head. But who's the broad she's banging? We don't know that. No, that's not. That's not true. Oh, Gail, 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 somebody. I'm a fan of the Oprah. Well, be a fan. Go ahead. And you be all this new wave bullshit. 
Yeah, you know, I know you don't like that stuff. Well, obviously you do. I do. Yeah. Okay. I like to live a very holistic life. Oh, okay. There's a lot. I like holes too. Um, your girlfriend's into this stuff. Yeah, she is, and she's very careful about talking to me about talk to you. about fucking astrology, all that bullshit. I know. That's why, like, when when I see her, she and I can talk about it on the on the download up, away from you. I'm her like outlet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, look, I I've long since stopped expecting people to be. Up to my intellectual level. I mean, it's impossible. I understand that. You're human. There are, I have to deal with humans. And, okay. And they're fallible. Um, let's talk about more stuff you don't know about. There's stuff I don't want to know about. Jordan, are you a Game of Thrones fan? No? You don't watch it? I now, not- now, see, I would watch that if it would be... Where I wouldn't have to fucking watch it every week if I could just do it like at one time. Because Ebert, Ebert told me that he was more engaged in the people on my blog than he was with the Game of Thrones people. So, so I thought I was curious. That that's what I'm doing speak. right now. I just started watching it. Binge watching it? Like yes. You can watch, where do you watch that? Because it's starting uh, on HBO. Oh, you can? Yeah. And So the you, eighth season premieres April 14th. Oh, well, then I'd wait till it was all over. No. Well, I would. So I started watching it like last month and I'm finishing up season four. So I've been like, uh, not going out when I was on this diet, not going out helped a lot because that's what I did. There's a lot of um, blood, a lot of gruesome battle, a lot of rape, which is disturbing. Is that, little, is that dwarf guy in there? Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Uh, yeah. He's, he's got a really good character too. Um... There's just a lot of, I don't know. It's not really my style. Blood and guts all over the street and me without a fork to eat. People love it. And there's some pretty good storylines. They love the the gore? I I mean, they just love the show. And there's definitely some good storylines, but I I sometimes can't get past the amount of brutality. And that means in like the literal like. What's the period? What what period is this taking? Like Middle Ages, if that. Well, they were kind of. And it's fake. I mean, it's fake. It's a fake world. Oh, it's not. They don't try to be historical. No, God, no, no. It's like you know. And they have English accents, you know, Middle Age shit. Well, the English probably had English accents. And like witches and dragons and shit. Oh, okay. Oh, God, well, let me. I know. So I can't. Let me cross that off my. So. uh, I'm, I'm wrapping up the fourth season here, and I, I, I mean, I kind of want, I'm invested now, and I kind of want to see what happens, but I'm not like, maybe it gets better, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. I'm already off it. But people are like nuts over this, but anyway, the reason I'm mentioning it is because for anyone that is a Game of Thrones fan that's listening, um, I have a special announcement. Um, there's a brewery in New York called Brewery Omegang, and they, um, for each season of the show, they release a special beer in connection with the show. And so the last season premieres April 14th. On April 9th, um, we are doing an event together with Brewery Omegang at the Chicago Athletic Association for the official release of this beer. So, if you guys are fans, um, this is going to be the party you want to go to because we're going to have a special beer. We're going to have 
three other beers available. Um, that's part of the Oma Gang line. Uh, we're going to have costume actors and a quartet. Oh, costumes. Can I wear a costume? And a, and a quartet oh. playing the theme music. Uh, myself and my colleague, Lucas, from the um, Art Institute of Chicago. We're going to do these little 10-minute talks about drinking culture during that time period. Uh, we're going to have food. We're going to have trivia. Sounds so exciting. I think I'll wear my court jester outfit. I think you should. Oh, I love to, I love to there wear are, that. There are court jesters in this show. Yeah, well, I... Um, I've got some really so anyway, great little that outfit. just got announced this morning. So if any of you guys are in Chicago and are Game of Thrones people... Um, come to our party because it's certainly going to be worth it. And you can find more information about that on chicagobruseum.org under events. Um, all right, what's, what else is happening for the rest of the week? What do you got going on? Other, other than producing one museum piece after another, uh, nothing really specific beyond that. Okay. And you're not writing at the moment. Well, I wrote um, I wrote a couple of really great blogs Monday and Tuesday. There were masterpieces. Were you mean to me? I was mean to you on Monday, not today. All right. Well, I'll take a look. Yeah, take a look. Um, Jordan, do you have anything to report? Well, Jordan's advised we get some new equipment here because of this not, a nightmare well, that I took know. place, and I'm agreeable now because. Well, and, I, and, like I and, said, I'm and looking Ukraine into Mike, it. Ukraine Mike would, would probably be very... Because if we got the new equipment, if you didn't show up on time, Ukraine Mike could jump over in your seat. <laughs> Ukraine Mike also is convinced he could record a podcast with a tin cup and a string. Yeah. So. Well, I agree that he's... But he's going to get, he's going to get me set up on a printer and teach me how to use my phone camera. So I'm not reliant oh, on Walgreens. He has on no Walgreens. idea what he's in for. Um, he doesn't? No. I think he does. No. He has a rough He idea. does not know what happens when someone tries to teach you something. Well, I, you notice that I, all the photographs I use on, on uh, my blog... Yeah. I mastered that. That took me like a so month, sometimes, a month of yeah, work. Yeah, but I did. Once I mastered something, you know, it's it's pretty bad. I mean, I had to learn how to do a blog. I don't think you need the damn printer. I think you just need to learn how to upload the damn pictures into the Walgreens website like I taught you through four times already. No, you didn't. You yeah, just did, I did it. I did. You just did it and said, In fact, hey. I not only taught you, I taught Ruth, too. I taught I both of you. I don't know if you taught her. Yeah. Well, obviously. Both of you, both of you took notes. That's the funny part. I took. No, I, forget, I can't remember where I see when I take notes. I forget where I put them. <laughs> oh boy, the life of a genius or the genius. Yeah, and you got a first-hand look and, be, and treasure this moment. Mm-hmm. You know, when 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 um, the Grim Reaper comes down and says, "Okay, it's time for you to join Leonardo and Shakespeare up in that special place." Um, people will be coming from all over to interview you and all that shit. So just be okay. just. I'm ready. I'm ready to take it all in. Your fortune is made. And if if you're smart, you're nice to me, you'll get a few more paintings. Yeah, I want some more. I'm going to go take some pictures of North Pond this uh, weekend, I think, and I'm going to hand them over. And I will personally put them at the Walgreens. First of all, I wait till spring until stuff is blooming and shit. 
all right. No, I don't know. I mean, if you can get some kind of like. I mean, my ideal season to get anything in nature would be fall. But I'm not going to wait until the fall. All right. Well, do what you. I could do spring, I guess. Well. I'm, but why can't you just use your imagination? You've experienced plenty of falls. No, I can make it a fall. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just give you some bare bones winter shit. And yeah, I don't give a shit. Put the you give me something. Give me something. And All I'll, right, I'll I'm work on my, it. I'll work I'm on, on it. I'm on it. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's wrap this up and give the people their lives back. I don't know. I think that what we're doing, we're saving lives. I think. I think oh, yeah? there's a lot of desperate people out there craving for real. You know, just kind of hop up and rub elbows with the genius. And they are welcome to come into that. this bar anytime. A lot of people are shy and they live in Alaska. You know, it's not that in fucking Norway. easy. In Norway. Well, we're here. And Pete, we're here most nights. Pete Buttigieg learned how to speak uh, Norwegian. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. He's cute, too. I think he's cute. <laughs> well, there you have it. Pete for mayor, or Pete for president, because he's cute. Yeah. Well, oh, he's smart, boy. too. He's smart. He should have gone into PR. He's smart. Um, yeah, I'd right. be a really <laughs> PR maven, I know, wouldn't I? Because yeah. people love me. You would have. Oh, Lordy. Uh, Jordan, thanks for being here, as always. Appreciate your extra, extra, extra effort tonight. Well, yeah, thanks for... It's a 40-minute battle with my computer, that's for sure. Oh, man. And then Ruth wasn't here, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with the equipment. No, you, you made that clear. You made that clear. You didn't know what the fuck you were <laughs> it doing. It's a real shit show. But uh, hey, at least we had a show, period. Of course we do, because uh, we always show up for the show. Yes, we do. We always give 110%. I think this is number 46. Or is it really? No. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. And Ooh, I, we should do something special for 50. Fit, no, 52. That would be one year. Yeah, but you don't celebrate 52. You celebrate 50. What do you mean 50? There's 50 fucking weeks in a year. I, I know that much. I understand the math, but the well, milestones the, are the 50th no, no, show, no, not no. the 52nd show. No, it's a year. year is a fucking milestone, dipwad. <laughs> Again. 50's not a... 50, I understand. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, do an informal poll and say if we should do something special for 50 or 52. 52. It's a year. I think it's one 50. Year. I think it's 50. It's one year. I think it's 50. I mean... F- 50 years. I mean, that's 50. We're what? <laughs> now you're just... No. Now you're just going mental. It's past your bedtime. All right. I mean, to me, you one year what? one year is impressive. Say goodnight, genius. No, I'm not ready to. I just <laughs> want... I, 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 He's throwing a tantrum now. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to go to bed. No, I'm going to hold my breath. <laughs> You know, my cousin, my cousin Barbara used to bite herself. You know, her, her mom what? would. Yeah, she's fucking stick her teeth into her wrist because, like, they would. Oh my eat, God. Just, but what is my, she doing now? My, because my aunt would yell at her or something like what that. What is your cousin doing now? Do something. She just clamp on her. <laughs> I love it. Big bite marks, too. Seriously. I what was is, really impressed. What is Barbara doing now? She um, spends winter in Naples, Florida, and she spends summers in Des Moines. Hmm. Oh, the one you went to visit last year. No, that's my cousin. But she lives there too. So my cousin Liz lives there. Should we, like, Liz never bit herself. Does she still bite herself? I think under the, if she was provoked enough, <laughs> she just might. <laughs> Maybe she started biting other people. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting. I mean, their eldest, there were three girls. Now, see, I was, I was the eldest cousin. And so my aunt and uncle 
my Uncle John eventually became very wealthy. He went to night school and did all kinds of shit after he got out of the Army. But before they were, they lived in this little dinky house out in Riverdale where I lived until I was in second grade across the alley from them. So I used to love to come out there and visit, and um, that would be my vacation, come out and spend a week with Norman and Uncle John. And because uh, I'd see all my friends, and Uncle John would take me, teach me golf and all kinds of sports, and shoot pool and bowling, and oh, it was great. And then they started having babies. Well, all of a sudden, they didn't need me out there anymore. <laughs> and my cousin Marianne was the first one born, and she would stand in front of the TV if she wasn't getting enough attention. Now, I would have just walked up and clobbed her, you know. <laughs> But I said, hey, what are they doing? Please, Marianne, don't, you know. So now she was the big spoiled one. Then Barbara came home. And Barbara was all, because Barbara could do hula hoops and all kinds of shit. Yeah, she was a very uh, precocious kid. But then uh, the youngest kid came along, Liz, and then she was the little, I mean, they, you know, so I'm sure all these girls had complexes one, one way or another. I'm sure. The way it worked out. But uh, Good thing you were around. Well, it was yes, but no. But my none of my aunts would let me talk to the uh, my little nieces and nephews because it was teaching them communism and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> and family stuff. <laughs> they were always warning me, warning me. The kids, no, you don't listen. They call me BC because my dad's also his name Bruce. Yeah. So don't listen to BC. Don't be, you know constantly. So the kids, of course, couldn't listen enough because yeah. you know, they weren't supposed to. Because I was telling him all this stuff. Oh, okay, the, all right. Oh, uh, the Elliots. Well, that was the Cameron. The ca- that's oh, yeah, the, the Cameron side. That's my mom's side. All right. the Camerons. Is she from Iowa? No, no. They're all from Chicago. They moved. Where the fuck did they end up in Iowa? Because Uncle John became a big deal in the printing business, and first they ended up out oh. in Connecticut, and then ultimately, I think it was with Condi Nance or something like that. Oh wow. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll pick this up next week. At some point here. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, say goodnight, genius. Goodnight, genius. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Bye.